Yo, those claps are on point. Sorry. Go ahead. Start the show. Welcome to the 404 Podcast, everyone. I am uh, Rocket Raccoon, Jonathan Lamond, or Trash Pandas, depending on how you call them. And I am the Red Panda, known as Azul. Known as something. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude, I've been slacking on those. All right, what next. you meant is that you have no soul? Exactly. Great. Like the real redheads. I am Amazing. Only, there is no red panda here. There is only Zool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> housekeeping. Uh, well, yeah, no, let's, let's use that to do the, the, so some housekeeping. Yeah. Um, first of all, it is, we are recording. It is the 8th of August. You guys are going to listen to this on the 13th uh, in the evening or the 14th. And um, I want to take the opportunity to say that uh, tonight is the first time we streamed a podcast on Twitch. If you want to hop on next time, it's uh, usually we're on Tuesdays. Yep. We should announce it ahead of time. Uh, but if it's not on Tuesdays, it's on Wednesdays or whatever. Uh, we're going to announce it. All right. So we don't, don't freak out. We shall be streaming and we'll have a better setup. We'll have a better one. It's going to work we're flawlessly gonna, next time. Well, well that. That for sure, but we'll have this uh, thing, you know, like a like a layout. We'll, you'll see both of us maybe, or something. I don't know. We'll figure something out. <laughs> well, mine's fine on yeah. my channel. Yeah, yeah, it's not so bad. Oh no, mine. Yeah, I'm sad. You know, maybe you know, do both. Yeah, see both of our uh, so beautiful faces. That's the that's the first part of housekeeping. Uh, so we're we're hipster kids, podcasting on Twitch. Uh, second bit of uh, of. Uh, housekeeping uh first of all i want to say thank you very much again to everyone who listens to us every week uh numbers are still surprising to me um i still can't imagine people are listening to this um however if i can be a little bitch about something i would really like if you could talk about the podcast to your friends because we need your help to grow because i'm an internet marketing illiterate person and I don't know how the fuck to do that. So I need you guys to help us grow so we can do better shows, better topics, have more more community engagement, stuff like that. Talk I to love us. This. So, we won't yeah, talk, talk to us. To you. I want to talk to Samson. Yeah, I don't want to have the Twitter syndrome where I'm only talking to myself in an empty room. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Post up. Yeah. Uh, and last part of housekeeping... I want to do is the um, I've submitted the uh, the infamous uh, um, um, I believe in you sheet of paper or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. uh, the form right the form I'm losing some words I submitted the form for the uh, the t-shirt <gasps> store thing yes! so which should eventually out. get up yeah it Ooh. should be up eventually uh, hoping in the next two weeks Dope. to get an answer. So that's it. If you want uh, dope shirts, uh, courtesy of uh, Kara's artwork, uh, it should be up eventually, two yeah. weeks. And again, you'll be hearing from us uh, once it does, because that's kind of a major thing, even yeah. if it's almost nothing. Anyways, it's a big thing to me. Yeah. I love the, the icons. I love the, the logo. I love everything. So it's exciting. We're gonna like, get, so. If, you are, like, if somebody, if, if we sell one shirt, I will be ecstatic. 
And not like a shirt to my mom, you know? Because, like, yeah, she's probably going to buy one. Whatever. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody, like an actual listener, a bona fide, real life <laughs> viewer, listener, not a, I guess you reviewed, you know, whatever. We're crossing over. Um, but, like, that would, that would make me so happy. Like, that would be so cool to me personally. And I would imagine it would be for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I've said it once, and I'm going to say it again. Uh, Two times. Whatever opinion you can have of the podcast, I think the logo Caramade is fucking amazing. Uh, the whole the whole pixel art thing for our faces and everything it's uh, it, it's amazing. I you just love us, everything about but you it. Can't hate that. Yep. So uh, shirts incoming. All right. Um, so let's start with uh, okay. I'm going to give you. Carte blanche, as we say in uh, in real French, not mm-hmm. your uh, your uh, massacre of French English words. Uh, to talk about Evo, because I want to get this out of the way. I know you're excited, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead. Yeah. We talk about Evo first. Yeah, because no. I have no freaking idea of what what is what in Evo. I, I don't follow it, so I want to I want you to clear the air, say what you have to say, and then we can we can start fresh on neutral grounds. Dude, there's so much. You don't even understand. Let's do... Because after Evo, we can talk about the Direct. Sure. The Direct, I have stuff to say about it. Exactly. Evo, so like I, I didn't watch it. I can... I can. It's not going to take that long for me to do the Evo stuff, and then we can talk about the Direct. So we can talk about... All let's, right. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's leave it for last. Leave it for the meat potatoes. Or in my case, tofu. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Um, so, yeah, these two kind of go hand in hand. So uh, let's start with uh, the League of Legends. League of Legends being good guys. Uh, yeah. They, they congratulated um, Blizzard and World of Warcraft for the launch of uh, Battle for Azeroth. So, you know, really we said, uh, yeah, well, we talked a bit about uh, um, company cooperations, you know, with the uh, Saints Row asking GTA not to release on the same day. And GTA yeah. said, like, yeah, cool. No problem. We'll release. We'll release one week later. I don't care. <laughs> like they knew they weren't gonna lose any yeah. sales. So, yeah, the companies companies being bros. And here is just a a big, big nah. Big is not the word. A huge game company. Mm. Uh, even if there's some controversy right now, um, congratulating another big company for their huge project coming out. Like it's awesome. They even they posted a video of the troll. And it was like, uh, you know, even though we're from different <laughs> things, boy? yeah, like uh, even though we're from different <laughs> places or like, you know, different companies, like we can still help or, or something. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was it was paying homage to the to the video they released. So it was really neat. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, indeed. Um, and then the second thing I want to I'm going to brush it because I think we've been really heavy on social justice. Lately. Yeah. But uh, there has been a report about uh, Riot Games yep. um, that was released on the 7th. Uh, it was released on io9 and Gizmodo. Um, if you want to look at it, I think it's, it's most likely on Kotaku too. Um, I think I so see yeah, it on someone, Kotaku. Yeah, someone reported a, uh, well, blatant examples of, uh, of sexism at uh, Riot Games. And uh, it just once again uh, underlined the fact that we as gamers have a lot of road to cover. Uh, we we, we got to improve ourselves and For be sure. better than whatever whatever these guys are. Um, 
And uh, I mean, the whole work culture, that's always going to be a problem, right? Because in the yeah. 70s, it was like, you're not happy, the door's there, that's it. Today mm -hmm. is like, yeah, we're offering fresh fruit, so that will give us the, uh, the right to be a bullshit company and tell you your shit and everything. So, yeah. Um, here is it's just a, a blatant case of uh, ladies not getting the 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 titles they deserved, uh, mm -hmm. being treated as pieces of meat, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So just just be kind, guys. Come on, we yeah. we need ladies in in video game industry. So please give them some room. For sure, there's enough room for everybody. And you know, here's the thing: if you suck, get out of the way. Sorry, if somebody's better than you, in whatever form that they are, you know, have evolved into, they're better than you. So step out and don't get mad and blame whatever they are because you suck. Get better. That's well, all I have to yeah. say. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, well, I just still can't believe there's a, uh, there's a comic, a, a French comic, but most likely someone in English did it too, that said the, the IQ of a group is equal to the lowest... Uh, lowest common denominator IQ divided by the the number of people in the group, and I think um, that's that's the case. Like when when we compare guys to ladies in in a company, usually like they they listed stuff like yeah, if a guy entered a a meeting room and there was no ladies present, well yeah present, like they actually farted in a workplace. I mean, who the does that That's, that is barbaric i'm sorry i mean go in a corner and be ashamed of yourself don't do it in front of everyone and and, and get a clap on your back for that i feel Fuck. yeah i feel like that like that whole thing like personally the whole quote-unquote guy culture i think is is bullshit and it's not guy culture it's disgusting like yeah i'm i am not disgusting Like you, you can consider yourself a quote unquote guy and stereotype yourself as that, but like, don't rope me into that. Like I, I, I'm not part of that. I, you know, I yeah. don't, I don't want to be gross. I'm not, I'm not gross. So that, that was one thing that I feel like as, as men, we need to stop acting like Neanderthals and, and get, get it together you know what i mean because it is this is too much i like that that was one thing that i've always like me like my my personal f group friends that i have around me like we've never acted like that like it's just like we that's how we would joke at people acting like that because i feel like now like we we have evolved enough to not be so dumb and disgusting so yeah I, that, that's it that's it i that Struck a chord personally because that irritates me. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's high school mentality. It just seems like people. Some people stop growing mentally after yeah, like sure. 18. So, yeah, grow up, guys. Come on. Yeah. We, we need to. We need to support these strong ladies. Get it together. Yeah. So, this brings me to the third point. Well, with World of Warcraft, which was the. Um, I've read an article. I can't remember where. Sadly, it was in my my Google news feed, so I didn't uh, I didn't write it down. Uh, basically, the, um, the the title of it was like World of Warcraft. Uh, the horde in World of Warcraft uh, made me made me evil. I've seen that, Explain. and I don't like it. And I was like, what? 
who made you evil? I was like, okay. And I also listened uh, just today um, to the Blizzard Watch, Lore Watch podcast that covers that, well, that covered that. And they had some good arguments, but then again, like, uh, the guy said, like, yeah, well, you know, one of the things you do in the missions is almost kill Malfurion, and because of, uh, like, narrative reasons uh malfurion survives and gets saved and everything but some people were like yeah i don't know if the druids would be down with that because he's kind of the leader of the the druid circle and Mm. uh yeah no druids don't kill druids uh, unless they go rogue right yeah and so why would a druid character pick up the missions the quest sylvanus gives right and the guy the guys complain well the guys and the lady but whatever um they complained that they didn't have the choice to tell Sylvanas that, well, we're not really okay with this. And, you know, just show that they're not really down with the whole whole killing scenarios, uh, yeah, Malfurion uh, plan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they were like, oh, it's sad we didn't get that. But, I mean, roleplay-wise, you could pick the quest and just walk away. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, no- nothing forces you. It could be part of the, the role play part of the lore that if you're a, a, a druid or a shaman even you don't want to kill shit that's nature related that's fine like that would be a role play element they, they yeah. don't need to give you dialogue to say I don't like that you know um, especially today uh, they released the uh, the second part of the, uh, the launch event so basically when you will be listening to this Three weeks ago, they launched uh, the offensive on Teldrassil, so the uh, the big tree of life. We we burnt it down as the horde and the alliance. I sincerely have no idea what the the alliance had as quest. Probably trying to prevent this. So yeah, this happened. And uh, last week they released the other part, which was uh, the alliance trying to take Undercity and attacking Sylvanas on her own turf. Mm. Um, like that's a bad move. And she made it. Sylvanas oh, a yeah. bad bee, well, dude. Like. I know she kind of like an asshole, but like, she bad. Yeah, uh, Sourfang, Sourfang just tells her a couple of times that like, whatever you do right now in this war, whatever you're doing, it's it's without honor, and I don't like it. And she makes it pretty clear that she doesn't give a fuck. Like she doesn't relate to the living, so she's like, well, you you give death some kind of importance, and you you, you underestimate it. And that's that's an, uh, a mistake I can't do, obviously, because of her state. And she said, like, well, go ahead. Just stay stay out here. Stay out here. Get your warrior death. I'll just raise you and you'll, you're going to serve me again anyways. It's like, oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeet. Okay, sure. Tur- turn on your heels and just walk away. I understand. You really don't give a shit. So... Anyways, there there was a couple of things um, in the missions and in the uh, in the dialogues and everything that, I mean, it didn't make you evil per se. The first motivation was was purely strategic, and the second the second object secondary objective of all of that was uh, was to try and and keep the alliance from striking back, because we did keep hostages, and they should know by now that Sylvanas doesn't fuck around. So if they if they did try something, they she could get the hostages and just like give them well make them breathe the the blight poison shit. 
or whatever and they, they would just die and she knows i think that uh uh anduin wouldn't go for that killing innocent people no so it, it it's it's a twofold protection because really the azurite uh the azurite supply has to go from kalimdor to the uh, the eastern kingdoms etc so yeah it's uh well we're going at war man and uh Yes, you can be against that war, but as uh, the the novel uh, before the storm showed, it, it's not going to go well for you. So <laughs> you know, might as well roll with it. Um, I don't think we're going to see another case of uh, of Garrosh, uh, where we just got fed up with the other uh, war chief and we just killed him. Uh, I don't think death would be a, a punishment of sort to uh, to Sylvanus. So I really hope they're gonna develop the uh, the story around her. But yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see where that's gonna go. I feel like they they um, have to right because like you you can't just one off like hey man, this girl's a bitch. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you have to have like why is she that way? You know what I mean? You can't you you can't just brush her abrasive and be like no nah, that's just how she is. She got that way somehow. Also she's a night elf. You know like let's get me let's 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 get in there. Let's, let's dig deeper. Let's put her down on a couch yeah. and ask her, how yeah. does it feel? How do you, how do you feel? Well, the, um, the guys at the Lower Watch said that they had the feeling that this whole war arc was going to be solved very quickly during the expansion, and then we're going to focus on something else. Oh, and okay. I'm hoping it's going to be that, because they're supposed to be like old gods content. It's, they're supposed... like. There's going to be the two new races to focus on. There's going to be a lot of uh, of lore, uh, both on Kultiris and on um, uh, Zendalar, the Zendalari tribes and everything. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun. I think so. I'm really hoping for a good uh, a good resolution here, and ju- not just killing another fucking war chief. We're losing all the war chiefs, dude. I don't. <laughs> you brought it back, man. <laughs> <sighs> that's it that, that was my my blizzard bubble see like if they would if if uh what's his name wow oh god blanked troll war chief um what is his name the one that died Vol'jin Vol'jin thank you ah hmm. see if he was alive this wouldn't happen my man yeah was the real deal Vol'jin was the man okay bring him back yeah but uh i think they needed another war chief to to further the the, the story i get it because vol'jin had like the, the whole story arc of of liberating the tribes and the islands like where you start as a troll and everything that was done um that was getting and then when that was getting i was getting weak though i'll give you that well that that's the whole point. I mean, his arc was done, and then when Garrosh finally died and whatever, um, they nominated him. Granted, he didn't have he didn't have the chance to to actually do something, mm. but at the same time, um, he didn't have anything to do for the trolls themselves, right? So it was kind of stagnant. Yeah. And Bane, Bane would have been the same because Bane talked to to, uh, to the Alliance a lot. He was a good friend to uh, Anduin, so if they would have put him in charge, there would have been a couple of plots maybe of uh, of treason stuff like that. But 
I mean, I mean, the the alliance and the horde would have been allied, and there wouldn't have been much to do more than that. So, yeah, yeah I think I think Sylvanas is kind of a of a good choice for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like she she out of anybody would have the 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 biggest story to tell when it becomes like you know when it's horde versus alliance, her being a nine elephant. Yep. So yeah, yep. I mean, I'm. It sucks because I would really like to play it, but. Man, I just don't have time. It's unfortunate. Too many games, too, too many be- shit. Too many, way too many games, man. Got Monster Hunter coming out tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. I got Street Fighter. I got uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Fortnite, I'm still grinding my uh, missions on that game. Man, it's just, it's just rough, man. And the occasional them fighting herds, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,. So what's this? IGN fires a reviewer. Oh, get wrecked. Yeah, okay, that I was thought, funny. I was reading. I read that wrong when, we, when you typed this out. I read IGN. Oh, wait, hold on. I thought it said IGN fires back a review after claims of plagiarism. Oh, yeah, I no. read that um, so wrong. Now that I'm looking at what it says, I read that so I've made I've made up my own sentence. Wow. With your okay. own words. Okay, we're back. Back on track. <laughs> yeah. Um I think that was relevant because there is a lot of uh of uh claims uh recently with the uh with the uh the YouTube days and everything. Like yeah. people keep saying, Oh, people have stolen my my content, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, this actual thing I saw live on Reddit. Uh, the guy, the guy that got copied after, um, posted on Reddit, and I think that's part of the reason why they answered so quickly. Um, because I don't think with that without Reddit, he would have had the chance to expose the problem clearly. And uh, yeah, so basically, the guy, the guy that was doing the review for Dead Cells on, um, I think it was Switch. Um, basically copied the whole the whole thing from uh from uh this actual guy who posted his review on youtube so he took footage he took the uh the actual uh, like opinion and everything and he just said it back with his uh his smooth voice and that was pretty much it he posted the whole thing on reddit and what like six hours later top yeah six hours later tops he he got fired so it's it's good to see that uh, IGN IGN has uh, some integrity still. The one thing I will say is, let's go internet. Yeah. Like someone said, you know what? That's that's not yours. And then that's awesome. Way to go internet. You know, if anything, people always talk talk shit on the internet and saying like, oh, you know, the internet's just a bad place. You know what? No, no, it's not. Okay. We have morals. Not all of us, but most of us have morals. And this is what I like to see. And IGN said, you know what? We got morals too. Yeah, like, well, like it, it helps. When you use internet in, in, a, in a constructive way, um, the amazing. whole, yeah, the, the whole like crowdsourcing and crowd, crowd working together usually goes very well. And that's what I like. Like even in the days of 4chan, there was a lot of, uh, oh, I, I just killed like three puppies and it was amazing and I'm a badass. 
and like the uh, the 4chan police was there to find a guy find his address find where he lived and within a few days he got arrested so th these kind of stories make me feel good about internet yeah dude like stuff like this is exciting because i feel like a lot of the times we get a lot of we get a bad rap and this is go go pat yourself on the back internet at least IG, you did a good at least one. IGN fans because I would imagine those would be the ones that would figure it out the most but way to go IGN and IGN community I you're loyal I appreciate you buy your mom my house yep all right so and, uh, is it time is it time to talk about Evo uh wait speaking of integrity I just want to uh, I just want to point to one last thing I wrote uh Alex Jones, who doesn't seem to have any integrity of it at, at all. Oh, here we go, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Apple Podcast dropped his ass. Um, you can still... destroy. Listen, I will judge the guy. I won't judge the listeners. Because if people listen to us, they can listen to anything. Yeah. However, <laughs> if you want to... <laughs> if you want to find a, an Alex Jones podcast episode on Apple now... Uh, the RSS feed still exists. You can still add it to your list if you want to listen to his shit. However, Apple Podcast dropped it. You can't mm -hmm. find it. It's not listed anymore. It's hidden. Uh, Spotify dropped him. Facebook dropped him. So he has, like, no channels left. He's, like, on, on Google+, Plus, Twitter, and I think that's pretty much it for now. Google+, so, Plus. yeah, that yeah. dead, barren wasteland... Of an internet community. Yeah. You know that empty room I just I just said we were in? Yeah. The Twitter. That's Google+. The, Plus. <laughs> Dude, okay. Twitter syndrome, that's exactly it. When it first came out, right? When Google Plus was like, hey. Or when Google was like, hey, you know, we have this cool new thing. It's called Google+. Plus. It's kind of like a social media. And I was like, I'm on board. I love Google. Let's go. And I was head. Dude, I went head first into the pool. It did not last two weeks. I tried to make that work so bad, but it, it did not happen. It was, it was not in the cards. Google Plus was a terrible, terrible platform for whatever reason. I thought it was, it was kind of cool, the whole circles thing. That was neat, but I don't know. It did not take off at all. They didn't market it well. It wasn't integrated in a lot of things. Like They tried to for a little bit, but... Ugh, man, I wanted that. To, I like. I, I always want something that I don't always. Cause what was the, Vivo when uh, Instagram was oh, doing boy. their like whatever thing, and everybody was like, "Oh, let's just use Vivo." Ugh. Vivo was dumb. That was a that was a that was shit. To be quite honest, uh, but I genuinely or generally like new kind of things. You know what I mean? Like I like new startups, new social media is because i'm like you know what cool let's give you know another outlet of something else but man google plus just did not work yeah i think integration was key because people yeah, already sure. had too many too, too much to lose if they switch from facebook or squarespace not squarespace but uh myspace oh my god i'm yeah myspace my oh my oh, god that dude. was a thing yeah still MySpace they, they had my too many shit. things to lose from there if they switched and i think uh, they didn't integrate like uh, importation tools enough. Fans had to make them. Yeah. Um, I remember I, I, I imported my pictures from Facebook with a with a mod that someone did, 
but it wasn't Google official, so yeah, yeah, it, it worked well enough. It's just that once all my shit was there, I was like, all right, when do we, when do we start chatting? And nobody was there. One of my friends okay. said, do you, he meant Zanga. Do you remember Zanga? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, dude. That was literally, that was something. like, just basic HTML that you could edit yourself and then type things. Like, I feel like I could make another Zanga website. That was amazing. It was. It was. That was a good time. Those were, <laughs> that was the golden years of the internet, man. Hell yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, um, so he's, he's isolated in his, is, uh, his own he? little world. And, uh, this guy was like a, a... He sounds like a crazy dude, really. All right, he's enough. the kind of guy that's, uh, that, that runs around uh, yelling uh, about conspiracy. He has his own channel uh, thing. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's Infowars. Um, so, yeah, he spouts his nonsense there. And when, asked, when Twitter was asked uh, about, about their absence of ban, they said, well... He's not uh, he's not breaching any any policies or anything, and in some kind of way I was like, okay, so he's borderline very very hateful. He also spouts a lot of nonsense that's really wrong. And I mean, granted, being wrong doesn't make you uh, doesn't make it a breach of policy. But no. when you're constantly trying to influence people by saying stuff that is wrong, that is kind of bad. Yo, if so, this is if this is the case, I want a I want a full fledged ban of every flat earther on the planet. Oh yes, ban please. Ban them all. Um, Twitter, yeah. get so them out of here. If you're a fan of John Facebook, Oliver, get you, him you, out you already here. know the guy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't even want to get started. If you, I don't want to get started. I'll I can rant about that all day, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you're a fan of uh, John Oliver, you already know the guy because uh, John Oliver made a couple of rants on uh, on the, the poor guy. I, I think he even sued John Oliver. It didn't go well for him. But anyways, uh, yeah, so he's uh, he's off a couple of uh, social media. And uh, someone said that, oh, this is not about banning info wars and fake news. It's about what the big, uh, the big social media companies allow us to see it's like no he's plain fucking wrong i don't yeah. care if he gets banned because he's wrong i mean no yeah anyways so yeah there was a fun little argument that didn't hold for long man some people's kids that's uh, that's my personal saying some people's kids yeah and now since it gives me the uh the the the, the urge to punch something you can talk about evil if you want all right <laughs> All right, so Evo was this past weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it was awesome. Evo is essentially the Super Bowl of all fighting games. So, you know, the Super Bowl, you, have, you, you play football. But at Evo, you play Street Fighter, you play, well, the main games. Uh, the main games that were on stage were Street Fighter, Guilty Gear, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Smash Brothers or Super Smash Brothers Four, and Super Smash Brothers Melee, and I think that was it. Yeah, and Tekken. Sorry, and Tekken. Tekken. That's six. So, those are the main games that are at Evo. Those are the ones that have the biggest, that have like uh, sponsored prize pools. 
And then you have, I mean, Evo, there's any type of fighting game, any fighting game you could think of. There is a small side tournament somewhere at Evo. I mean, they have them fighting herds, uh, tournaments, um, Blaze, oh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. That was also one of the main ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have so many fighting, any kind of fighting game you want. It's there at Evo. So we're going to go over the main ones. Um, Guilty Gear and Tekken, I actually didn't watch because um, they were pretty early in the morning. They have a pretty early spot. So I know Guilty Gear and Tekken both, because I watched the award ceremonies again, um, they both had American third-place winners. So there was... Because majority of the time, it's mainly just Japanese or Korean. Like, the Tekken scene, pretty, pretty dominant. Um, same with Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear's super popular in Japan. Like, super popular in Japan. Um, oh, yeah. So... You know, it's, it's mainly ruled by the, the, the Japanese players. Um, but there was uh, an American in third place in their respective games, Guilty Gear and Tekken. So that was actually pretty cool. Um, they were actually got to be up there on the main stage. And then also, in Dragon Ball Fighters, Sonic Fox. I'm not sure if you've ever seen Sonic Fox. Um, he's kind of a, a well-known fighting game player. Um, he has been, like, he's gotten kind of, like... I wouldn't say a bad rap, but a not good rap, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. That's the best way to say that. Um, for playing games that nobody else plays and winning. So, like, he's won Evo before in different games, but he always gets criticized for playing games that nobody else plays or, like, the smaller games or whatever. So he's just... He's basically he's you know he's the best he's the coolest guy at the trailer park is basically what what everybody's saying that he is, but wasted potential in a way. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, but he won the Dragon Ball Fighters tournament, which I th- believe. Now nah, I might get fact checked on this, but I think Dragon Ball Fighters had the most entrance out of all the games. So no one can say that he you know, wins games that nobody else plays because he won Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, so grand finals, right? He was in, he was winter side and man, I knew I should have wrote this down. The second, the, the guy that came in the losers, I forget his name. Um, but he ended up resetting the bracket. So double elimination tournaments, the winner, if you're on winner side, um, you, if you win one set, you win the tournament. If you come in on loser side of grand finals, you have to beat the person in winners. That puts them into losers, and then you have to beat them again. So you have to beat them twice in two sets, two best of fives. You have to win. So the person that came in on loser side uh, ended up taking Sonic Fox and it, I mean, washed him. It looked bad because. Sonic Fox played this guy before, and that's who put him in the losers. Uh, hmm. I think it was uh, Gamochi, Gochi, whatever. Um, but put him in the losers, right? And, I mean, washed him. It was like 03. And then in grand finals, the other guy washed Sonic Fox. Like, I think it was 1-3. I think he may have took one set. I don't know. It may have been 3-0-3, like a 3-0. And then... 
There is a rule back in the old arcade cabinet days where you can switch sides in between uh, in between sets. Mm-hmm. So uh, he switched sides. He changed sides. He wanted he wanted player one side, um, and there was like a huge like ruling. Like all the tos were up there talking about it, and then they flipped a coin, and he ended up getting this the seat change. And then just washed him. I mean, I think it was a 3-0. It may have been a 3-1, but I think it was 3-0. Like, he, once he got that side switch, I think it pissed the other guy off enough to put him on tilt. And Sonic Fox just ran away with it. But it was, it was a great grand finals, to be quite honest. Like, it, the Dragon Ball Fighters, like, that was, for its first year at EVO, this is Dragon Ball Fighters' first year, had, if not the most one of the top amount of entrance for any of the fighting games for Evo. And like, it was, it was a really great showing the, the casters that were casting it were amazing. Like everything about that particular fighting game top eight was amazing. Like it was awesome. It, it, I can't wait to see Dragon Ball fighters in the future. Well, not only that, but uh, it's actually officially, it was the most viewed game of Evo via streams. Yeah. I think I had so 170,000 people that watched. Yep. If I remember right when I was watching. Um, yeah, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. Um, so let's see. Up next. So, Smash 4. <laughs> this was, there was some, uh, some drama, well, to, to say the least, in the Smash 4 scene. So... Everybody knows, if you know about Smash 4, you know about Bayonetta, right? Lover, hater, it doesn't matter. She's part of the game. So, the people that were in Grand Finals were Lima, who plays Bayo, and Captain Zack, who play Bayo. They are extremely good friends. Like, I, I would, you know, out of all the Smashers, like, they, those, two, those two guys, like, best fucking friends. So, they get up there, right? They start playing. Um, he... What, what they call homie stocks, right? So if somebody SDs, which is they jump off and then, you know, kill themselves, the other person will do the same to even up the stock. Um, this, is, this is called homie stocks. They normally do it in, like, you know, and kind of, you know, they're, they're just things you do. It's kind of like a gentleman's rule, I guess. Um, yeah. But they were getting booed from the crowd. So the crowd was booing them because they were both, you know, because everyone hates Bayonetta and everybody has this, like, if you hate Bayonetta, you hate the people that play Bayonetta and so on and so forth. Kind of like me and Rosalina, but whatever. I don't voice my opinion like that. <laughs> uh, but people were booing them, so they were stalling out the game. So they were just, like, holding, uh, like, the shoot button. And, like, like I think Captain Zack SD'd, so then Lima SD'd. And, like... It was it was kind of a, it was a, it was a shit show when it comes right down to it. The crowd and the players like nobody acted how they should. Everybody was being you know a child about the whole thing. And uh, I think Lima ended up winning. Uh, Captain Zach came out on Twitter and said he apologizes for his performance. Um, so I'm not sure what ex- I'm not sure you know what I mean. Like nobody actually knows the situation. Um, only Lima and Captain Zach will ever you know actually know. What, how they felt, what they were doing, and how they meant to, you know what I mean? So the, we will never know exactly what happened. 
just because we're, we'll never be Captain Zach and Lima. So it, it was rough. But the problem with the, problem with the whole thing was the, if this would have been on Sunday, on, on Evo Top 8 Sunday, this would have been a terrible showing for Smash 4. It would have been like... Everybody thinks Smash 4 is not a fighting game as it is. You know what I mean? People are always like, oh, it's a fighting game? Oh, you play Smash? That's not a fighting game. Which is complete bullshit. Um, and, like, to, to see that happen makes it more childish. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. That was, that was rough. That was rough. But I can't say too much, you know, because I don't know the whole thing. I just I see what I've seen on the, the Twitch feed. But... In Smash Brothers Melee, we have a completely different story. Leffen, probably one of my, I'd say one of my favorite Melee players. Um, Hungrybox, I love Hungrybox, and I like Mango. Those are probably my top three. And Leffen played, he said before Evo, he said, I am going to win Evo. He made that like super clear to the world and himself. And... He won Evo. He came in on the winner's side. He be, uh, who did he who was he playing? He was playing Armada. He was playing Armada. He played Armada. No. Was yeah. He played Armada. Yeah, because it was the Peach. And normally he played Fox again. Yeah, yeah. So Leffen beat. He won Evo. Like that was just, that was just one of the things of Evo or of Melee Evo was that he said, I'm going to win it, and he won it. Because he's like kind of, kind of the anti-hero or like the villain of Smash 4, I feel, because I feel like he gets hated on a lot for whatever reason. I'm not, you know, I don't know, because I, I, I just don't know. Um, but he also entered Dragon Ball Fighters as well, so he was playing two tournaments that whole weekend. I'm not sure how he did in Dragon Ball Fighters. He obviously didn't get top eight, so. But, man, dude, that was... That was dope. Watching that one was actually super hype. Like I was, I was excited because I was invested because I like Leffen um, as a player. And like, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was dope. It was dope. It was cool. That was cool to see. Um, and then Street Fighter, Whew. Street Fighter Grand Finals were amazing. It was between Problem X, which is a relatively I wouldn't say he's not new, but he's not he doesn't doesn't have a huge name. Like he's a European player who doesn't come out, doesn't come to America very much to play. Um, I watched an interview with him today and he said that, you know, he doesn't really, you know, um, do well at Evo. He's been to two Evos. And I think he said he got like 97th and like 130th um, in the past Evos. And then this year he went in like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it. Like I I really want to do good at this particular Evo. And he went, all the way through winner's side. And then in grand finals, it was Problem X versus Takedo, which Takedo, he's an Echo Fox player. He's amazing. He's such, he's, he is, I, I think they call him the best Akuma. By the way, Problem X plays um, uh, Bison, in Bison. And Bison isn't a top tier character. They don't, he's not considered a top tier character which is you know fine people make whatever character work but taquito plays akuma which is considered a top tier character yada 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 there's a whole bunch of logistics when it comes to that you can do that research on your own but taquito ended up doing uh winning 
the first set in grand finals and putting Problem X in to the loser's bracket. So then Problem X comes back and then three O's to Keto in the grand finals. And like, because there's a stream called uh, Capcom Winter Stays On. It's a European thing. Um, I think they, they may have an American version. I don't know. I guess I just ne- I'm never around to watch it. But I always watch the, the European Winter Stays On sets. And it's just like they play and play and play and like Winter Stays On. And then after so long, you just leave. But Problem X is always on there. And he's, he's a great player. Like Problem X is really good. Um, his bison is, is crisp. And it was really cool to see uh, Problem X win Evo uh, just because, like, you know, he hasn't done too well in the past at Evo. And Takedo's a good player, and we always see Takedo. I like seeing new people win Evo instead of just, like, the same people winning over and over and over again. And I think Melee is actually a really good testament to that because even though there are the, the, the quote-unquote the five gods of Melee – um, they never, they don't always win. Like it's not always the same guy that wins. So I think it's it's a good for the ecosystem that new players win and bring new characters to to life. Especially with Problem X playing uh, Bison. But um, so, so you know, so much for that was the winners. That was all the winner stuff. Got that out of the way. Well, that's the uh, that's the stuff I like uh, watching about Evo. Like I, I like the stats stuff like that. Yeah, and. Like, I saw Smash 4. I saw there were, I think it was three Bayonettas in, in the top eight. In the top eight, yeah. Like, great. That's a fucking broken character, and there's three of them in the, in the top eight. Like, that, that's a testament to how fucking broken this character is. Um, and it's somehow... She's just, it's somehow, she's overly uh, good. I wouldn't say yeah, she's but, broken, but she is definitely overly good. She can chain combos like no one else. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's the, part she, of the reasons why she's broken. Her zero to death got nerfed, but she, she has a lot of tools to to gimp you in in ways that seem unfair. Yes. But but it's also you, you know you, you gotta know how to play against it. There's a lot to it. Like she's just to to me, she's a boring character to watch. Yeah. Well that that's the thing. When you get two of them in the in the finals it's super fucking boring. So I understand yeah. booing, although it wasn't, well, you can't say professional, but it wasn't uh, really cool of the uh, the audience to, to boo. No. I totally understand. And it's the same reason for me why I don't watch speedruns, because 90% of speedruns are exploiting glitches and bugs. Yeah. And that, that I, I don't like that. Like, if you can finish a game quickly, finish it either at 100% or just legitimately really fast, that's it. Like... Yeah. Anyways, it kind of falls into that. So, like, in, in Smash 4, that was fun. Smash um, Smash Melee, I know there's there's been, like, there were two Captain Falcons, there were two Foxes, I think there was a Marth, stuff like that. But the peach. pool the pool was generally more varied. Mm-hmm. So you had more vi- variety, you had more fun watching the matches, yeah. and it wasn't just the same character over and over again fighting each other. So I liked that very much. And... Then you go into Street Fighter and you get someone that uses a subpar character and reaches up to the top. So mm-hmm. that, well, first of all, it shows a level of mastery like no other. And second of all, I hope it uh, it encourages people to play something else than what they see on TV, right? Yeah, definitely. Because stuff like that, 
that's the reason why the, the meta game exists in, in League of Legends. It's because people saw some things done once and then they started doing it and it worked somehow and then that's a new meta. That's the that's the reason why the meta was created. Yeah. It's and really I fucking hate like, that. I can't I like, can only imagine how many M bisons are on ranked right now. Oh, most definitely. You know what I mean? Like everybody's playing M bison right now. Probably not, yeah, but we'll get to that here in a second. Yeah, but th- that's so great. Like it brings variety. Like all of that, all of that variety, all of that 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 these choices, that that's what makes games fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can go on. Not only were the matches super high, because they really were. Like this this I had more fun watching this Evo than I have like the past couple that I've watched. Um even the Guilty Gear were like I I like Guilty Gear and I I play it, but like I don't know. It it's super lockdown heavy kind. I don't know. I guess it's all fine. whatever. But uh, Guilty Gear and Tekken, the, the Tekken set was actually pretty hype. Um, but besides the hype matches, they Evo had the reveals. Man, they came out. Oh yeah, slinging the big guns. So first off, we didn't get anything from Guilty Gear, which makes sense. Um, I don't. I don't think there's another iteration coming soon. So. It was just, we're in an off year for, for Guilty Gear, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Guilty Gear, uh, Exard Rev 2 just came out not too long ago. So we're in that kind of lull period to let the game kind of, you know, have its lifetime and stuff like that. So didn't expect much from that. But Tekken 7, okay? Tekken 7. Uh, Harada, the guy that made, um, I forget his first name, but uh, everybody, you know, Harada, the guy from Tekken 7, the, the, the Bandai Namco. He announced, right? He comes out on stage. He's always got his cool shades on, his haircut, and his translator's always there. Comes out and was like, all right, cool. You know, you want to yada, yada, yada. Thanks for Tekken 7. You know, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, we want to see more Europeans play the game, um, which is cool because I, like, I would like to see what Europe has to, to, to offer in terms of Tekken 7 because I feel like Tekken 7 is actually a, a really technical game. Um, so I'd like to see what different, different regions have. And... He was like, all right, that's it. This is the time where you guys start booing now. And he starts walking off the stage and everybody starts booing or whatever. He's <laughs> like, calm down, calm down, calm down. And it's broken ash English. And he was like, all right, you know, we have a, a, a new announcement for you. Here we go. And it is, I forget what the character says, but it's like, run, 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 little pig. And it's, um, what's his name? Megan from The Walking Dead. Is, he's the guest character in Tekken 7. Oh, yeah. Which was super hype because, like, that's so, that's so far out of left field for Tekken. Oh, yeah. In any fighting game, like, when have you ever brought a, a, TV, a TV character into a fighting game? That's not anime. That's like the, the, the pinnacle of cross culture because yes. someone someone at Namco Bandai must really like The Walking Dead yeah. to push that character forward and like design and everything. It makes no sense. No, not at all. I was so confused <laughs> and hyped at the same time. It didn't make any sense, but it didn't matter because it was it was so left field that it was awesome. Like yep. because Tekken Seven for the most part, like the characters are kinda like meh, you know? Like that there's Yoshimitsu is super dope, but I feel like a lot of the characters have like kind of kind of dull-ish design. The DLC characters actually have been pretty cool that they've come out with. Um, uh, what's his Loctis from 
or Noctis. Sorry, Loctis is from Fairy Tale. Um, no. Who's the guy from Final Fantasy, the newest Final Fantasy? Noctis sounds like it. Noctis, yeah, okay. So Noctis from Final Fantasy, he was the guest character in this one, which was awesome. Like, that was super cool. Um, we got Geese from another fighting game called... Um, oh, my God, I have the game. Uh, <laughs> it's the 15th a, iteration of the game, man. I, my brain is just fried, I guess. King of Fighters? King of Fighters, yes. So they brought Geese from King of <laughs> Fighters, which was another fighting game that they brought from. Um, they have Eliza. Uh, Akuma is in it as well. Akuma, man, he'd be spanning all kinds of games. But I, I like what Tekken 7 doing with bringing these random-ass characters. But they announced two characters that were already from the series. I don't remember their names. Um, but then the season pass has uh, Megan from The Walking Dead as the guest character, and he's the last one. And then there's four other characters that haven't been released yet or revealed. So the lifespan of Tekken 7 is is super long like it's it's really exciting to see what's going to happen with Tekken 7 so that was a huge you know just just the characters alone was huge but then they announced with the next season they're having balance changes and mechanic updates and then there's wall bounces in Tekken 7 so you can hit somebody against the wall and then they just bounce off into the air so you can combo them again like, That's nice. Tekken 7 is, is they were moving like Harada was making moves man it was the Tekken 7 reveals probably the hypest, I would say, just because of the, the sheer amount of information and and new things that were coming, I guess. Um, I guess we can kind of, you know, re- equate it to Smash, but Smash had its own direct like it had its own thing going on, you know, so. Um, yeah, of course, they have uh, they have a whole console writing yeah. on it. I mean, Tekken spans a lot of consoles. Yeah. Although I must say, the uh, the news have been pretty barren with Tekken so far. Yes, I like that's what I'm saying. Like the the game itself died. Like when it came out, when Tekken Seven came out, it was actually pretty big. Like there was the Tek- Tekken World Tour um, had a lot of Tekken tournaments, and it was actually cool to see it, it at Evo. It had a pretty good amount of entrance. Um, but with these new characters, you know, like The Walking Dead, for instance, like that would bring someone into Tekken Seven that you know may have not played that game before so that was that's that's really neat to see so i'm hoping that they <laughs> they they bring life into te- more life into Tekken 7 because there's there, there's definitely life there i don't know how many people are in the cross section of walking dead and tekken but yeah you know, sure there's a, there's <laughs> there's a focus group somewhere that said you know what this is a good idea <laughs> oh yeah um so the reveal trailer for dragon ball fighters was pretty it was pretty small we all knew it was coming um all of the this season's uh characters have already been data mined so we already knew it was coming um they had a like full trailer for base goku and base vegeta which i've already talked about and i don't want to talk about it again um they had their full reveal trailers and like extra cinematic things like that and then you know it goes like here comes a mighty warrior and then boom you get cooler which is probably one of the like uh, for lack of a better word, one of the coolest characters in 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 the show. Uh, it's Frieza's brother, and like he's like super buff and looks super dope. And like it didn't show him first off, and he was like, you know, I'm a lot taller and a lot as skinny as my little brother. And then he just beefs up and then goes to his final form. And dude, his attacks look awesome. 
Like, his design looks super, super dope. I'm really excited for Cooler to come out. Um, so, Dragon Ball Fighters always comes out in pairs. So, it will be Cooler, and what was already datamined seems like it's going to be Android 18. Oh, not, really? Yes. The, nice. Because they have the brother and sister Android, mm-hmm. right? And it's the guy. I don't remember what number he was. I'm not sure if he was 17 or 18. Um, but he's coming out as his own character, potentially. That was what was data mined. We don't actually for sure know what it is, but every, everything else has been right so far. So, you know, we kind of just guess that's what, that's what it's going to be. And there wasn't anything from Melee, obviously, because Melee's, Melee's old, man. Melee getting up there in the years. But um, on the Smash stage, they announced at um, there was going to be a direct today, and that's why we mm-hmm. waited to do the podcast, so we can get the direct in because it kind of fits all in with Evo and stuff. So, yep. man, did we get some information about Smash Ultimate? We got, I think it was five characters that were revealed. Well, first of all, we have to take a moment of silence, which will be inevitably cut during the uh, podcast editing for uh, Luigi, because Luigi officially died today. Yeah, man. <laughs> he got cut in, years. cut in half, man. Luigi's mansion yep. did not do him well. He got in that mansion yep. and got uh, cut up, sliced. I have... No doubt he'll be uh, he'll be made alive again by some oh, yeah. shenanigans, but so far he's dead, officially dead. Like sure. Nintendo killed a character. I can't believe that. Um, so yeah, uh, first off, we'll go with the the less I guess less exciting to more exciting. Um, there is sure. there will be a hundred and three unique stages with a combination list of over three hundred, which is outrageous there's not a i don't think there's an any other game that has that many stages yeah but i had some feeling in uh especially smash 4 that uh, some stages were too small or had too many gimmicks so i just hope they don't fall into the same same kind of traps well here's the thing it's like that sakurai has always wanted a game that's fun for everybody that everybody gets to play that everybody can win at even if they're not that good because the stages or the shenanigans that do happen could make them win, and that's that that's exciting, you know. What I mean? That's that's what makes it fun for some people. Now, yeah, he did what was really cool because he was always like super against the competitiveness of melee. Like he did not like how competitive melee got. So that's why when Brawl came out, they introduced tripping because of the whole dash dancing thing, and and that's why it was super slow. And but now he gave a nod to the 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 competitive scene, because like that's what's kept Smash alive, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what you see all the time. You know, you see the Smash tournaments. So I don't know. I mean, yep. I'm excited to see um, because all the stages can be Omega and Battlefield versions. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Um, also, this is probably one of the most exciting ones, but like not really at the same time. 800 musical tracks that you can listen to while the screen's off. That is huge. That is that is the biggest video game or movie, in my opinion, soundtrack ever. So, 
just let's see with compression okay so let's say it's a it's a kind of small format or a, a short duration per track mm. so you have 800 let's say every track makes uh two megabytes right so you have for about 1.5 gigabytes of, mu of music only and we already know the game is going to be massive yeah so it's going to be fun yeah like it the the sheer like data size of this game is 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 getting outrageous with 300 plus track uh, uh, stage combinations, 800 tracks, and then how many characters are there? Well, I, I don't know, man. I I'm pretty like, sure they're past 40. Yeah, they're way past 40. Um, but okay, so for the five characters that they revealed, the two there's three brand new ones and two Echo Fighters. There's Simon Belmont. Which was leaked, sort of, I don't know, like people... Announced? Teased? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this whole leak season of Smash Ultimate has been garbage. Absolute oh, garbage. Yeah. Like, none of them have actually been right. They've just, they've just had the same name of the people that came out. You know what I mean? Like... Because, like, if I want to leak, I want to know. Because everyone said that there was going to be an announcement at Evo. They said there was going to be a direct with um, Simon Belmont being released a month before Evo. Like, it's it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't think anybody actually knows that they heard some names or they seen something. And then they just made up a whole other just mess of bullshit. But Simon Belmont and Ricochet from Castlevania got revealed. Um, they have their own stages. Simon Belmont um, is, I guess, technically the the non-Echo fighter, and Ricochet is. Yeah, uh, well, it's uh, well, it's Richter. Oh, Richter. Oh, Ricket. I yeah. fig. Okay, I figured who you were talking about. It's Richter. But yeah, uh, Simon's gonna be the original fighter, and Richter's gonna be the uh, the Echo one. So I, they look see, cool. That's, that's fucking weird to me. Like, who, like, what Echo Fighter are really justified? Like, to me, the, f the first pair that comes into mind is Mario and Dr. Mario. Otherwise, there's a lot of fighters in there that could be removed for more original fighters. Like what? Well, like, you have, there's going to be, like, uh, one, two, three, four, at least five Fire Emblem characters now. Like, we don't need five. Like, Chrom? Chrom and Lucina are basically, just, well, most likely going to be the same characters. No, no, no. And I think... Chrom is a Echo Fighter of Ike. Well, that's even worse. I mean, he, he has nothing to do with Ike. But anyways, like, yeah. Uh, so, Ike... Ike was a power character. Okay, fine. So he's kind of original. He's not quite Roy. He's his own thing. Yeah. Great. We don't really need a Chrom then. He, they, they could have done something else with the sword where the, the sword play and everything. I'll give you that. I, I like, still think it's cool. I just like, man, they are heavy. On, okay, so we have Marth, Lucina, Roy, Ike, and then now Chrome or Chrom. Yeah. So yeah, I guess there's five. There's five characters, but in there, there there's more. like oh, Corrin, three original and two Echo. 
There's Corrin. Yeah, Corrin. And Robin as well. Robin. So we have seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we means. have. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's three a... echoes? No, two echoes. Yeah. Yeah, two echoes. So, yeah, it's. I don't know. I. I I won't call them sloppy because it might just be the best smash yet. It's just that I feel like they should get rid of the Echo characters or some of them to make room for better characters. I don't think they characters. should get rid of them. I don't think Chrome should have been the Echo character. I think they should yeah. have made like another type of Mega Man or another Sonic or something like that. You know what I mean? Like We have enough Fire Rhythm characters. Just straight up. like We got it. We got it. We get it, fellas. Yeah. We, we're done. Um, it's a great game. Fine. It's a slasher. Go and slash your friends. But that, that one, I was kind of like, okay. You know, that was, I was, this, eh. But Dark Samus looks pretty neat. Yeah, it looks great. I'll give it that. Um, I'd like to see what the actual differences are. Um, because Martha and Lucina, even though people call them like, you know, oh, it's the same character, they're like functionality wise super different like you can get more consistent kills with lucina than you can with marth because marth has his tipper mechanic right lucina doesn't but her sword is overall stronger than marth without tipper yeah it's so, all about precision with, with Marth. But exactly. You know, that, that's, that's the kind of thing I meant. Like, especially Krom. Krom is Lucina's father. So he should be... Like, he should have his own style. He should have his own thing. But anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. They're... Whatever. Um, Daisy, I think, will be pretty cool. But whatever. We'll keep you in. We'll go on. So, another new character <laughs> that got announced at the very end, which was actually super cool. King K. Rule from Donkey Kong is coming back. And I actually really like how the reveal trailer was. Um, so it's Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong sitting in a house or whatever. And they hear this like, like the, the Jurassic Park walk, right? And then you see like a crown and what looks like a, a snout of an alligator and some teeth. And then it's just King DDD in, in, a, in a suit. Like he just whips it off and it's King DDD and he's like, ha, 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 and laughing or whatever. And then, all of a sudden, like, in, in quick succession, you actually see King K. Rool in the background just smack King D.D. out the way. And then it showed, uh, then it showed him, like, then it showed that King K. Rool. Sorry. Got loud. I shut the door. Sorry. Uh, so then it got, uh, King K. Rool came out. And then, then he, he actually looks dope. It's another one of the, it's a, it's a big body character. Um... And I think that makes five big body characters, right? King DDD, Donkey Kong, Bowser, King K. Rule. I guess there's only four then. I guess there would only be four. Mm. But he seems pretty cool. Um, he kind of reminds me of like Zangief in a way. Um, he has armor. Like. Oh, hell yeah. Like, visible armor. I love armor. me some bruisers. Because, you know, like, when Zangief, like, when he flexes, it has that kind of, like, color switch right on him when you hit him or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has that. So, I think he's actually going to be a pretty cool character. Um, I'm not sure, you know, it didn't, I don't know if he's going to be top tier or anything, but it looks pretty dope. Pause. 
I think that's going to be important. Um, armor kids is when you punch someone, and although the character receives damage, he doesn't skip any frame. He doesn't enter a hurt animation. He just goes on with whatever he was uh, he had as an input. So some moves would be like a, a regular punch with armor. So he would throw the punch, you would punch him back, you would hit him, but the punch would still connect because of what we call armor. Yep. Next. <laughs> and that's a side note there. Um, so the rest of it's just more like content stuff for the game. Um, we got Did what I break the... DJ? Say what? Hello? <laughs> I broke DJ. No. Yay. Oh, no. He can't hear me. Oh, no. Well. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a really funny part of the podcast. DJ's dead. All right. All right. There we oh, go. Oh, there yeah, we go. No, we're, it is, I don't know what happened, but I guess my mic just decided to stop muting. So that'll be an interesting part of the podcast. Um, hey. So the next, uh, the next bit is all like content updates for the game. We got the release of the screen, and there is a mode that was blurred out that they can't talk about yet. Um, so that'll be really exciting to see what that is. A lot of people think it may be adventure mode or um, what was it called? Something, something. I don't know. But it, it, there's just a mystery Smash mode. run? Say again? Smash run? No. Because I think it's already in there. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a retake. That's not a new mode. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, that we, that's exciting. Um, the menu looks cool. It looks like it's going to be really easy to invite your friends because it was not easy beforehand on Smash 4. Nope. It was terrible. Inviting your friends was awful. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, we got new modes. We got tournament modes, Smashdown. Smashdown's actually really cool. Um, when you play a character, it disables that character for the next round, and you kind of, like, go down in size until you play, like, the whole, the whole cast. So that's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, they, there's new uh, Pokemon and assist trophies. There was a ton. Um, what's really upsetting in this particular category is one of the assist yep. trophies is zero from Mega Man, and I, that was my personal pick of who I wanted to see in Smash, was Zero from Mega Man. He's not going to be in there. I would have loved that. It would have been so good. He would have been, like, if you would have put Chrome, or Zero instead of Chrome, that would have been ideal for my personal, for me. All for me. And then, they could have made another Echo character and put Mega Man X in there. Yes. Yeah. See? So, Marketing, that's how it works. You know, I don't know. But, yeah, Rip Zero <sighs> hurts my heart to say that because I really wanted him to smash. But it's fine. It's fine. Um, and Sakurai almost, you know, he also made a comment during the end. It's like, you know, we have all these fighters and we have more to come, which is extremely exciting because the, ca- the cast, the characters in this game are outrageous. There's so many characters. I think there's, I think there's honestly around 60-something now. I think that's what the number is. I think it may be 63. Could be, could be wrong, but Jesus, it, there's a lot of characters. And the one thing that you, people forget, like when you have that many characters is Kirby has to have its own moveset for each one of those. So you make a new character, yep. then you have to make a Kirby character of that character. So 
Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't know if that's a catchphrase around the uh, the studio. Like, oh, we're gonna make a, a new character. It's gonna be uh, Winnie the Pooh, and someone out there says, "Oh fuck, what about Kirby?" Yeah, I was like, oh no, <laughs> scrap the character. We don't need it. We don't want it. We don't want to make the Kirby version. But yeah, uh, huge, huge announcements at Evo. Oh, I forgot the Street Fighter announcement. Okay, so we got Nintendo. So the Street Fighter announcement, which is, I guess, the hype because it was so immediate. Um, they had two characters left um, in their character pass, and we all knew who they were because they already announced them. It was G and Sagat. Sagat's probably one of the most uh, anticipated characters to come back into Street Fighter V. And G was a brand new character, which G could possibly be Q. Because he has a costume where he looks like Q. So, riddle me that. But um, they actually had a live-action reveal of G. Like, they had somebody cosplaying as G on stage, which was a first for me that, I've, that I know of. That was super cool to have the real-life version of the character reveal itself you know what i mean so that was really neat um yeah so they released you know they were like hey, here's g's reveal trailer so they showed it it was super hype g's awesome he's probably the character uh until c viper like i i think i might play him until c viper comes out and i'm saying that in the sense that she will come out to put it in the in the universe that it will actually happen so until <laughs> c viper comes out um i will play uh g probably because he I like his style, like the aesthetic of the character, the moveset is all really cool. Um, so, yeah, I, it was just a really neat, uh, really neat kind of thing to see uh, the live-action character of G. But then they were like, oh, you know, here's Sagat's reveal trailer. And it was like everyone blew up with excitement. Like everyone's super stoked because Sagat's huge. I mean, when you think Street Fighter, you think, you know, Ryu, Ken, Sagat, um, and Akuma for the most part. Like, I feel like those are the top four Street Fighter characters that you remember. Um, yeah, top four maybe. But I, I think also about uh, Chun-Li and uh, Vega. I'll give you that, Chun-Li, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, he, he's one of the, the, the top members of Street Fighter, and I feel like he, he was missing. Like, Street Fighter needed him, in my opinion, because he plays a fireball game that, like, is it in Street Fighter V right now? So... I don't, know, I don't know. It's really neat to see him back, right? So they had those two reveal trailers, and we were kind of like wondering when they came out. And then it was like, boom, G, Sagat, right next to him. Out tomorrow. They released two characters. They've never done that. They always release them throughout the year. They released both of the last two characters the next day, the day after Evo. It was so hype. Like, everyone blew up. It was crazy. So that was that was probably the craziest announcement just for like how fast it came out. Like they don't normally release characters that way. So I don't know. It was it was super cool. That was fun. That was fun. Evo for me was a lot of fun. Um, if you got to watch Evo, I would like to, to know everybody's uh, favorite moments of Evo. So, yeah, um, if you have any Evo moments that you would like to share, hit us up on Twitter on the 404 podcast. Or no. Yeah. Yeah. It's the 404 podcast on Twitter. Hell yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, uh, tweet at us. I'd like to. I'd like to talk about it personally. You know, hit me up. You know, my social media is DJ three thousand D E J A Y Y three thousand. Let's talk about some Evo. But yeah, that was my Evo segment. I was really excited to talk about it. Um, Evo is probably one of the most exciting times of the year. I really like fighting games, so I don't know. It gets me real hype. So 
Yeah. That and was it. there you have it. So Evo let's conclude on this. Uh, DJ already made some of the plugs, but uh, we're going to repeat them for the sake of continuity. Yep. So uh, you can reach us at the 44 Podcast on Twitter. You can reach us also on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Instagram managed by my wife. We did a, an amazing job again this week with the, uh, the John Oliver segment and everything. The, the Kiki stay it. in your car, etc. Um, oh, yeah. So if you want to come and see the pictures on Instagram, yes. I actually seen on my way home the other day, there was a sign on the highway that said Kiki stay in your car. And I laughed to myself yeah. extremely hard. Like that was the, like, cause we, we just, we, I think we, it was like two days after we did that podcast. Yeah. And like I seen that and I was like, wow, it's really, it's everywhere. They, this is worldwide. So that was, that yeah. was cool. Idiots are international. Hey, oh, no. no. We out what here. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and so with the other, yeah, the other, the other plugs, uh, I think we ju- we're just missing the Gmail. Yep. Uh, so the Gmail is le404podcast at gmail.com. Le as in French, L-E. And that is pretty much it. You can reach me on Twitter at Althazar, A-L-T-H-E-S-A-R. Um, and DJ, I think you just did your plug. Do yep. it again. Find me at D-E-J-A-Y-Y-3000 on all social media and Twitch because I'm streaming right now this podcast. So if you wanted, if you want to hear the podcast early, come to my Twitch, which is DJ3000, D-E-J-A-Y-Y-3000, or Fib's Twitch, which he will plug now. <laughs> Cute way to say he doesn't know what my Twitch channel is. Nope. It's Splash Screen, Splash underscore screen. It's a branding thing I had back in the days when I started. So, yeah, boom. That concludes our show. See you next week, people. See! Opening song is Sting Operation by Anna Managuchi. You can reach them at anamanaguchi.com. I found a song on freemusicarchive.org. And the song is under uh, license for attribution, non commercial, share alike, 3.0, United States license.